This is an Ion Annapolis bonus podcast. Well, I'll tell you one up-and-coming artist that I am actually very thrilled to be speaking with, and she's going to be in D.C. later on this month, originally from Ethiopia and now from Whistler. I'm thrilled to have Zeta on the phone with me. And I will say that Ethiopian from Whistler sounds like it shouldn't go together. (laughs) But, you know, first of all, I want to let you know I am a fan. I love your voice. I love the instrumentals. And it's so hard to – I'm sitting there trying to think before we got on the phone – how do, how do I pigeonhole Zeta and what kind of music does she write and does she sing? And you're very hard to pigeonhole. I mean, you've got some alt, soul, pop, synth, and I'm sensing some like Afro bop in there as well. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then some people have, have said folk before too. <laughs> well, you know, you've got a lot under your belt already at age, only, you're only 20, right? Yeah, yeah. How did we get here so fast? I would say a really good team and having people that are extremely dedicated, passionate about the work that have supported me um, is how we get here this fast. (laughs) True. Well, I'll tell you, the reason that we are chatting today is because you have released, or you're actually getting ready to release in a couple days, your first album, and it's called Water in the Desert. It's your first (laughs) LP, right? Yeah, so first album, so getting ready for this album has been a completely different process to, you know, releasing singles, but I'm really excited about it, and I I just cannot wait to share the live experience and what we've been working on there. Well, I know Fiona shared it with me, and I'll tell you, the single walls off of it is absolutely beautiful. Thank you. I mean, I, I was blown away when I was listening to it. And I do recommend when the album does come out, everybody check that out. You can get it on Spotify. We'll put links and stuff like that in the show notes. And, you know, we'll have a whole Spotify playlist and everything else of your songs. But Walls was just absolutely beautiful. How did that whole album come back together? So, um, yeah, okay. <laughs> like I said, it feels like a bit of time has gone by. But really, it was only... Um, well, last summer and a couple months before that, we started with Atlantic Times and Walls. And so we had this writing session that was kind of do-it-yourself, build-your-own-studio kind of vibe in the middle of nowhere with my producers, Chin and Jetty and Brian West. And, um, you know, some days we do one song and other days we do like 15. And then somehow we came across Atlantic Times and walls and we were like okay i feel like we're starting to figure out where we want this album to go and that was like those two songs were our pillars for future creation and collaboration so the three of you guys just put your head together and and made it happen yeah yeah and then of course this uh this project we brought on some more songwriters um to just freshen up the the energy of the room um, so I got to write with Mr. Hudson, Elliot Bink, Kira Maestro, or Maestro. Um, she's awesome. Um, and then we just kind of took the music to different locations. So we went to, um, actually, I don't know if you're familiar with Vancouver Island, but uh, just, you know, a couple hours away from where I'm based. So we did kind of like a surf session slash writing session, and then we went to took the project to the UK and went to the real world studios over there, which was incredible. Um, yes, we've been able to just travel with it a bit. So this is really an international project. 
Yeah. <laughs> Between you and the music and where you recorded and everything else there as well. Now, I've heard rumors <laughs> that you are considered a perfectionist. Is there any truth to that? Oh, <laughs> I'd love to know where these rumors are Don't Don't worry from. about where they come from, Zeta. Just tell me, are you, are you a perfectionist <laughs> or not? I think, I well, I don't know. Like, maybe. <laughs> I've been wanting, I've told people, here's what I have said. I'm going to have an album out. It's coming, it's coming for like years and years. And then there's a point where everyone's like, yeah, okay, is it coming out? So maybe, maybe. But I think more than anything, I just like to get the emotion of the record right and less about like, Sometimes a perfect take or something like that. It's more about us capturing raw right. emotion. How, how did you get your start in music? I mean, from I mean, were you always musically inclined as a child? Uh, well, I think our parents just left a lot of room for us to be creative and in the arts in general. Like whether or not that was theater, or like painting, they just they wanted to have like a canvas for us to just throw paint on and, and express. And then what I gravitated towards the most was music. Um, but I was quite shy at the beginning. Like I didn't, I wasn't really comfortable with singing yet. So I kind of just, I thought I was going to be in classical piano and, 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 you know, the Royal Conservatory and all that kind of stuff. But then I realized I cannot read sheet music for the life of me. <laughs> so <laughs> I had to figure out a lot of it by ear um and then of course at the time i was writing poetry and so eventually one day i kind of combined those two the piano and poetry together and then we had songwriting and then we kind of took it from there yeah that's wild what a what a great trip it's been for 20 years <laughs> i mean you've got <laughs> exactly. not a lot of time under your belt but that's uh you've got quite an amazing career Feels good. It feels good right now. Good. Well, I'll tell you, you know what else you should be feeling very good about is your co-headlining at the Kennedy Center on March 2nd, which is a Saturday evening. Uh, and this is part of the uh, yes. Black Girls Rock pop-up, which is uh, part of the Black Girls Rock Fest um, project that they've got. And you're there with Elle Varner, right? Yes, yes. I, I actually used to listen to her music when I was, like, growing up. And then... Um, I got working on my project, and then Fiona hit me up, and she said, hey, have you heard of this artist? And I'm like, what? Yeah, of course I have. Um, so I'm so excited to to be there and, and uh, meet her and hopefully just, like, learn so much from her performance, too, because, you know, with, with everything, everything's pretty new for me, but the opportunity is amazing, and I, I can't wait to just soak it all in. You know, Zayda, I I'm going to go to the show, and I, I can't wait to see – your expressions, I guess, when you're on stage there. And and I did see this with, actually it was at Ramshead, which is a club here in Annapolis, when David Sanborn came in and he was playing with a, a jazz musician named Brian Culbertson, who's fairly big now, but he was not huge at the time. And it was fun to watch Sanborn looking down going, man, this kid's got chops. And Brian looking up at David going, Oh my God, I can't believe it. I'm on stage with David F. and Sanborn. <laughs> you know, so it's, so it's kind of cool that this is somebody that you looked up to, that you listened to as a, you know, as a youngster, and now you're going to be performing with her at the Kennedy Center. Yeah, it really is wild. And yeah, I'm, I'm excited to be able to do it at the time of now, which is like releasing the album, being super proud of the work, and just spending 
so much time cultivating it and, and being able to share it kind of the day after it comes out. So it's, it's, it's wild on all fronts. Perfect timing. Well, I'll tell you, for those that are listening, if you want to get into the district, tkc.co slash hip hop, which is sort of a misnomer on the URL. This isn't a hip hop show. There are a few tickets still left, and this would be a great show to see because Zeta's as far as I know, is not going to be back in the area uh, anytime soon, which is kind of sad in a way, but uh, you've got an opportunity to see her in D.C. in a fabulous room at the Kennedy Center, uh, certainly with Elvarner. So can't go wrong with that. <laughs> but I'll tell you, you know, how much touring have you done? And I'm not so sure that I figured that out. I mean, have you gone out on tour for any to back up any of your signals that you've no, done? No, so I haven't. So basically, I've just been performing kind of my area, Vancouver. I did get to perform at Mondo, which is so much fun with my band. We kind of brought the, ba- the band down in size and went to New York, which is great. Uh, that was my first experience, I think, in October. Then we went to Honey Jam, which was in Toronto, which is lovely to be surrounded by so many talented women around my age and and see all the alumni. But South By and, and DC are kind of like they're pretty big for me all across the board. So I'm, I'm really excited about it and it's a new chapter, but I think, I think we're all ready for it. You know, I'm excited for, I'm excited for you way over here. I mean, we're 4,000 miles away (laughs) from each other and I'm still, still pretty excited for you. You As you move on in your career, I mean, at this point now, let's say, do you find, do you think you're going to gravitate towards smaller venues and smaller, more intimate venues or larger, more medium sized ones? That's, that's the first time I've had anyone ask me that question, but um, I think off the top of my head, I guess it's like wherever is natural for the fan base, I guess. I mean, I love intimate shows. I think um, I've been doing a lot of like smaller stage shows, but really being able to like run around on stage is something I, I kind of look forward to. So I, I think any experience, as long as, as everyone there is feeling great about it it's gonna be awesome and size doesn't matter so much to me as much as like the energy and the connection with the crowd well my my thought and impression just in listening to your music and what you have at this point is that a ninety-three thousand person crowd like taylor swift had in australia is not you hopefully it is i'm sorry i mean because it's got great merch sales and great ticket sales and everything else with that but uh (laughs) but you know i i just i mean your music really resonates it gets into the heart it gets in there and i mean i mean just even listening to it on spotify builds a bond i think with the listener which i think is probably ideally suited to a small venue or you know a medium size like a, a not a Madison Square Garden, but a, a theater, a, a large theater or something, you know, seven, a thousand seats or something like that. Because you, I think you can really get intimate with the audience and they really, they really feel your passion. That's just my guess without having ever seen you live. For Take that yeah, for what it's worth. Like, <laughs> I always take any, any bit of advice or perspective. So yeah, no, I don't think you're wrong there, especially because it is, it is still very much the start of live performances and bringing that angle to the sound but i think as the music evolves you never know it could it could change into something else or yeah i think it's just about appreciating the journey and being grateful for for the opportunities along the way you can't argue with that i'll tell you well as you know as we start to wrap it up as a young musician i'm kind of curious that if uh, fiona called you up 
and said, hey, I can put you on any stage with any artist you like. Who's Zeta going to pick to go on stage and perform with? Any artist, dead or alive? Ooh, dead or alive? I think I could. Oh, there's so many, but maybe Stevie Nicks. That would be awesome. I just saw her two nights ago. Or maybe Bella Kuti. Maybe. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, what what is next for you? I mean, obviously, we're coming into D.C. You're going to be at the Kennedy Center. And again, that website is tkc.co slash hip hop. And you're going to be headlining with uh, L. Varner at the Black Girls Rock pop-up on Saturday the 2nd. But what's next for you after this, after you go back to Whistler? So basically, we, um, we've got one local show, Music Heals, which I'm excited about that. And that's on March 5th and then South by... For, I think we're there until like the 14th or so. And then um, there are a few shows coming up, but we're just still ironing them out and getting the details ready. I would love to, to do like a couple more shows with some more artists and kind of move around here a bit more because the project will be out and just really showcase it a bit more. So Get on Fiona and tell her that you need to come back east because I'd love to have you here in Annapolis. We've got a great room. And I'm going to put a plug in for you guys when I when I talk to them. But, I mean, I would love to have you come at Ramshead. It's a great 300-seat venue. I, th- I think you'd be great here, you know, whenever this tour, that would be awesome. tour works out I'm on excited. that. I'm sure once I, get, once I get to D.C., it's going to be awesome. And then um, I'm sure I'll definitely be wanting to come back and figure something out. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I'll tell you, as we go, what song of yours is so special to you and it might be because how it makes you feel or you know just your pride or how the audience reacts or whatever it is but you know if you could only perform one more song the rest of your career that of yours that you've written so far which one would it be today oh okay i have two so one from the project of singles would be write it in a letter that one just is like my favorite songwriting on there and then walls which isn't out yet but that and that's like the baby of all babies. <laughs> Fantastic. So there, there's my answer. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, I'll tell you, for those that want to keep track of Zeta, you want to go to ZetaMusic.com, and that's Z-A-D-A music.com. You can keep up to speed on all things Zeta. Again, she'll be here on Saturday the 2nd in Washington, D.C. with a wonderful show with L. Varner. I do recommend everybody go get a ticket because there's, there's it's probably about three quarters maybe a little bit more sold out so there's not too many tickets left in that room i want to thank you so much for your time and i hope you have a have a great safe trip out here i can't wait to see you in a couple weeks and best of luck with this album and i'm bucking to see you uh, locally here in annapolis next time you make a swing east okay thank you for having me have a lovely night
This is me right now, shattered into pieces. Take it or leave it. My circuit's burning out, but I'm still breathing. This is me right now, with an empty feeling. has been a bonus podcast from Ion Annapolis. Please visit us at ionanapolis.net. Follow us on Facebook at All Annapolis and on Twitter at Ion Annapolis. And if you haven't subscribed to the Daily News Brief podcast, go for it. And all of your local news will be delivered to your phone, tablet, or smart device by 6 a.m. every Monday through Friday.